0: This is the GOPAC Podcast with your host, Jessica Curtis.
1: Joining us today is Stephen Moore, Heritage Foundation economist, founder of the Club for Growth, Wall Street Journal writer. Steve, thank <coughs> you for being here today.
0: Oh, uh, Thank you so much for having me. I love what you guys do at GOPAC. It's a great organization, and I go back, I don't know, 30 years with GOPAC, so it's wonderful what you all have done.
1: Well, thank you so much. So from where I stand, the pockets of Americans are still hurting. High prices uh, from the grocery store all the way to the gas pump. Not to mention people's retirement accounts. As America's bracing for a recession, do you think it's coming? What's your what's your take on that?
0: Well, I think a lot of Americans have felt like we're in a recession over the last year because we saw, you know, such dec- big declines in people's income in 2022 because of the terrible stock market and then the fact that wages were so far behind, you know, the rate of inflation, so the average family lost about $3500 of purchasing power in one year alone, and that's a lot of money for a middle-class family. So, I think Americans are incredibly financially squeezed right now. And whether we go into a recession, technically, you know, I can't say, but I do know that we're on a bad path right now. We're, We're facing real financial calamity if we don't get this debt and this overspending under control
1: yeah absolutely talking about bidenomics uh, the policies of this administration are are, and i mean you mentioned it they're hurting the middle class and the american people in general pretty significantly the president speaking a couple weeks ago at at his second state of the union gave a very rosy outlook on (laughs) on things thoughts on that
0: Well, you know, I did. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I watched uh, much of the State of the Union and I I wasn't sure what country was talking about. You know, it it seemed like it was the days of wine and roses for the country when, you know, you have 61 percent of Americans who rate the economy as bad. So I don't think it was a reflection of the real pain that people are feeling on Main Street USA because of these enormous um, expansions of government and the expansions of the debt and the increase in prices. So, you know, I'll give you just one example of a statistic that I think is really telling, which is, you know, Americans now have $1 trillion of credit card debt. That's an all time record high. And why are people racking up so much debt on their credit card? Because they're having a hard time paying the grocery bills and paying for the Just normal cost of living. And so they have to borrow more just to pay their normal bills. And that's scary because if you've got a big credit card bill and you can't repay it, then they start charging you 15, 20, 25% interest rates.
1: That is very, very scary. You know, kind of along those lines, a couple of weeks ago, there was an ABC News Washington Post poll out there um, finding that just before the State of the Union address, four in 10 Americans say they are financially worse off since Biden took office. That same poll finding that 62 percent of Americans would be disappointed or angry if Biden took a second term. What if he does get elected to a second term, which I mean, personally, I, I hope he doesn't. What can we expect? More kind of just uncontrolled tax and spend, more paying and encouraging people not to work?
0: Well, first of all, I, I it's a nightmare scenario that you're laying out there. And I, <laughs> I do not believe that Joe Biden will be elected for a second term. I, although as a Republican, I hope he does run for a second term because, frankly, I think he'd be very easy to beat given his calamitous record For sure. as president so but you know who knows what the future holds I'm just thinking you know you're talking about what happens after 2024 I'm just trying to think how we get to 2024 without, you know, a complete meltdown in our economy. And it's just scary because you've seen, you know, the the fact that uh, there's a lot of layoffs now of big tech companies and so on. A lot of the leading indicators are, are pointing south right now. So we and yet you how to be another statistic that I just think is so damning that, you know, Biden's only been in office for two years. And we just did a study where we examined the, you know, the baseline of what the said, and debt were supposed to look like the next 10 years under Trump. And then two years later, now what they look like over the next 10 years under Biden. And we've added about $8 trillion of debt to the forecasts. So the borrowing is so out of control. And it, look, I'm not against borrowing if it's being spent on things that are important to the country, like you know fixing our roads or our schools or you know even you know fighting against a foreign enemy but nowhere where's all the money gone you know it's gone to you know windmills and solar power plants and and uh, you know paying people not to work and these massive welfare benefits and so that can't continue this is like this economy the American economy is like a, a locomotive that's just uh, steaming right over the edge of a cliff if we don't slow it down
1: it's terrifying and and, and part of it to me what what terrifies me- me is you know in he and his administration writing their own narrative there there are so many people out there that just fall hook line and sinker for what they're being told despite being negatively impacted in their pockets and you know with that said i i saw an article recently that that listed several things that the biden administration are are touting as it pertains to the economy including the inflation problem is improving he's created 12.7 Seven million yeah. jobs. <laughs>
0: right, cutting, right.
1: Cutting the <laughs> deficit and and saying he hasn't raised taxes on any American family earning less than four hundred thousand dollars a year, and yeah. people believe yeah. you that. Can, you
0: could go on and on. You know, I mean, the, what. Let's just take two of them right off the bat. You know that he said he's he's he actually keeps saying he's reducing the deficit and debt. Wait a minute, I just told you, you know the debt is going to be eight trillion dollars higher, not eight million, not eight billion, eight trillion dollars higher because of his policies, and it's already you know the debt's already increased by something like five trillion dollars since he came into office. And then he talks about inflation, on bringing inflation now. Now look, it is true inflation is coming down from its peak at you know nine to ten percent last summer. But you know when Trump left office, the inflation rate was one and a half percent. And we're still, you know, at six percent inflation. So that's a lot high. There's a big difference between one and a half percent inflation and six percent inflation. You know, so you can go on and on with these lies. He keeps saying that he, he took over an economy that was in ruins from Trump. No, he didn't. No, the economy was actually in a vast expansion. We were coming out of COVID. The economy had grown very uh, like 11 percent in the second half of 2020. The economy wasn't in ruins. It was he's the one who actually slowed down the recovery.
1: Yeah. Um, So for our Republican elected officials that that listen to this podcast and, and subscribe to it, what advice can you give to them in battling against these sorts of bad economic policies and and legislating against these sorts of bad economic policies?
0: Well, first of all, I think it is important for people to really, you know, whether you're a local official, state official, county official, or a federal official, to really point to the biggest cancer cell in our economy. And what, not just the economic problem for our country, but even a national security problem is this massive debt. In five years, we'll be spending more money on just interest on the debt than we pay for our entire national defense. That's unbelievable. that's come incredible. So, I think it's really important that we all, you know, point to the out of control spending and out of control debt. I think it's important. Republicans talk about yes, we want a social safety net for people. Everyone loses their jobs, so you know people fall on hard times. I have I've lost jobs, and we want to make sure you know no one goes hungry or loses their home when they lose their job. But we also want to make sure that people are getting back on the job, and so that means we got to get back to something that GOPAC was very involved in you know in the mid 1990s that became law, which was the welfare reforms, which was basically work for welfare. That you know you either had to be in a training program or a job or looking for a job or you weren't going to get, you know, unlimited benefits because we don't have enough people working today. We need to restore American energy independence and and dominance. And that means using everything we've got. And it's in taking on the absurdity of, of getting rid of our fossil fuels, which we have more of than any other country in the world. So there are so many things that could be done very easily the Republicans will do with, when they take back power. And we have to remind people of that, because these the issues that I just mentioned to you, those are 80-20 issues. You know, 80% of Americans agree with what I just said.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Along those lines, I, I was going to go off into kind of a resources for for folks that want more information and tools to advocate for, for better economic well, policies.
0: Sure. Well, one thing I'd love to just tell your members, because you've got, you know, a great state of officials, all over of the country and, and, you know, public officials, is please, please, please sign up for our Committee to Unleash Prosperity hotline, which is free. It costs nothing. And we send it out to about 100,000 people each morning. And it's short. You can read it in five minutes. And your founder of GOPAC, New Kenrich wrote me a note the other day saying, Steve, this is so great. I read it every morning. So I hope people will get that. Just go to our website, Committee to Unleash Prosperity, and shoot over your, your email address. And we will up, we'll start sending that to you five mornings a week.
1: That's fantastic. Thank you, so much for joining us today. Stephen Moore, hopefully we'll have you back on again soon and, and the uh, the economy will be on a on an actual uptick.
0: Well, let's hope so. Okay. <laughs> Take so care. Much. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. This has been the GOPAC podcast. Learn how we're educating and electing a new generation of Republican leaders at GOPAC.org.